the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or come on by Millburgers today at 1604 and Bullvardy Road. There's lots of fun stuff uh, going on with the moon bounce and the terror train. It's kind of weather permitting, but uh, lots of stuff uh, fun. Uh, I've seen a lot of folks uh, to our left. In fact, there's uh, some folks there right now. Uh, I can see the by the baby carriage. They're taking pictures, and Millburgers puts up a fall, happy fall uh, display that's uh, real pretty, and uh, you can take pictures in it. I took a picture of a couple uh, last week as I was leaving the show. I think the display this year is the best ever. Yeah, it really is very good. It's, e- it's easy, easier. It's kind of cool when they're all piled up, but it's when they're in these nice uh, rows, elevated rows, and then a next step down, there's another row. Uh, segregated by size and by color and things. So it's, it's, it's really cool and easy to make a decision. Well, I take that back. It's it's uh, You get to see everything, and maybe it's the decision is harder to make because, <laughs> because you got to so pick much. and choose so many things. Yeah, so fall is clearly here, and Halloween is here. Millburgers has stuff you won't find anyplace else in terms of decorating the house. And talk about pumpkins, all different sizes, all different varieties, all different colors. Uh, tons of pumpkins here. Uh, so come on by, Millburgers. Visit with us. Ask if you're me. a purist, jack-o'-lantern, yep. orange person, probably not your favorite place. No, we got them. Well, yeah, of we, course we, we we'll got take them. Care them. They're, they're one of, oh, so if they're one do, of 15 it, different kinds. That's true. So if you don't believe there should be other ones, then yes, you may be. So let's see if we can hear the territory. Oh, it's you Roger. You uncomfortable. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, that's Roger on the terror train. It was so quiet before. Yes, it was peaceful at night. Yeah, we got here just the wrong time. All right, 210-308-8867. But there's lots of fun going on. The terrarium class, I didn't get to see uh, the class going on, but I got to see the products. There's a, Someone has a terrarium inside where I plug in. And uh, it's it is it's adorable. Did I, they move the class around so you couldn't find it? Apparently so. Yes. Uh. Okay. We, this is where Milton expects it to be. We're going to move about ten yards over there. He'll never yeah. find us. Yeah. It's like when you move the uh, what was it when you move the bees, the uh, the, the hive, hive just yeah. a little bit over. Yeah, I couldn't find it at all. Um, well, the terrariums were gorgeous. Oh, we got to talk to Mary about that. I need to um, get a, a niece or a nephew to. Or, or just uh, 
a grandchild or something. Oh, they, yeah, the kids love them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so if you uh, if you're uh, interested in that, keep watching MillburgerNursery.com to uh, know when the next terrarium class is coming up. Uh, Mary Dunford will be here next Saturday. Uh, doing... High powered herb. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you know I felt real bad that Jerry wasn't giving the class, but yeah. with Mary Dunford giving it. Uh, even Jerry I, is I, over. I, I yeah. stepped aside. Yeah, that was, that do you, was a Do you and Mary progress on your uh, herb advice? No. All right. You, I know nothing, and she knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, got, I don't know if that's butting heads or not. No, I think that summed it up quite nicely. <laughs> I uh, do know that I don't know. Okay. And you're willing to admit it. That's the I'm first a, step. That's the first step in rehabilitation. And if you need uh, herb help, then uh, Mary will be here next Saturday. And, uh, oh, cool. At uh, 10 to 11.30. It's free over here at Millburgers, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. We hope to talk to Mary in just a little while. But uh, that go to MillburgerNursery.com. So learn. Mary's going to talk to us, huh? Yeah, hopefully. Oh, wow, yeah. Why, why wouldn't she talk you to you? Well, what, you, what, didn't, you didn't give Jer- Jerry's name, did you? No. Okay, oh, good. We, we, st- <laughs> we still have a chance. Huh? All right, so 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm going to make an observation. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to know how to grow beautiful crepe myrtles? Two-step method. Works According to my, what I've seen, I am in bloom at uh, Millburgers. Well, that's true too. Okay, so now there's three steps: one, buy them at Millburgers; two, 17 inches of rain. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, have you seen them around town? Oh gosh, yeah, they're. Oh yeah. They're, I think they look better than they did in the spring and uh-huh. summer. They're, oh, they're yeah, they gorgeous. Do. They do. They're just so full. The pink ones. Uh, I just. I don't. Laura know was those. commenting that she thought the pink ones. We can. Take our listeners' ideas, but I, I I didn't notice it. But you think the pink ones are even better than the, the other colors? I don't know why the pink ones would be. Well, the, the, maybe they're more showy. The mo- yeah, the more com- the more common ones uh, are proven. Uh, they're longer been uh, tested, and they were the, the original of the of the uh, hybrids of they believe. Now they're now they're, now they're uh, going to the reds and other colors. Yeah. So lavender and the pink are always the... And then, of course, the, the white one, they just can't deal with any better than Natchez. So. But they're gorgeous around town, so... Uh, uh, I, I like it when the, the, they're full of blooms and then they, they've dropped some petals on, yeah. on the, underneath. It almost looks like a shadow or a oh, reflection. Oh, how cool. Almost I didn't think like about a that. Reflection, though. It does kind of. Yeah. I like it cuz it looks like it's snowfall. That there's this layer yeah, yeah, a layer of pink. Jerry, you think that That's be, cool. I like your idea better. There'll be a lot of articles about um, Milton's three all that's necessary. <laughs> your crepe myrtles look spectacular as 17 inches. Of rain all you need is 17 inches of rain in September. They'll look great. If you don't have that, I'm sorry. I can't promise you. They'll look okay, but no, just around town, they look wonderful. And uh, the grass that I cut, what was it, last Saturday already needs to be cut again. Uh, is it grass or weeds? No, no, it's grass. It's oh. St. Augustine. Mine is, mine is growing like that. Too. Yeah, it's wow. very happy. So, And I, I realized I sh- I'm you know, getting rid of all my, um, all my information early, but I'm so excited to talk about it. I should have taken pictures of that Belinda's dream then and now. 
because then... Yeah, you were moaning and groaning. Oh, it was a, a foot off the ground. Blaming his wife for... Uh-huh. Now I'm giving her credit. There you go. It was nothing but sticks and a few leaves uh, on uh, the side. Now, with all the rain and the cooler temperatures, it is. it went from bright... And it was amazing to me. Okay, I'm really hyper. I think it's a caffeine. The um, It went from... All the new growth, which was beautiful red, and almost in a day, none. All the red growth was green. Well, that, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would thought it would be a gradual thing. No, it was. That's why Jerry and I just keep recommending those tough modern roses and some of the old-fashioned roses because they're just, they're tough. They hang on. And then they're ready for action when, when the conditions are right. This, this it doesn't take much for them to get into action. This Belinda's dream took abuse. I mean, there was nothing on it. And now, I mean, granted, it's only about a two-foot bush now, but it's got lots of blooms on it. The, the, huh. the buds are coming out. And it, it's full of uh, leaves. I'll take a picture of it. I wish I'd take a picture of the beginning. It's That's only it. two foot tall? Well, she cut it down to like one foot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You remember that? Uh, somebody I know did that on TV. For us. Tell, tell, her Cal, tell her Calvin said to uh, take half the buds and blooms off. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, it'll bloom a lot better. No, okay. No, that's Jerry's uh, <laughs> well, That's Jerry's formula for the, the one that only took two years to come back. On oh. But we, we, got no, a, we, got a number of, we got a number of TV shows out of it. For, <laughs> hey, but, you know, the other thing that you wouldn't believe is... Two weeks ago, if you looked at our scraggly tomatoes with those things, yeah. now they got the big, thick leaves blooming, strong blooms, and uh, set, start and set some fruit. Did so, you did you plant uh, 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 Roma Surprise? I did. We planted some at the greenhouse, and I mean, that thing is loaded with fruit. Yeah, that's taken off. Uh, of course, I've, I've harvested a, a jug uh pint jug jug of uh, BHN 968s and a few uh, ruby crushes um, and and the aromas are are setting fruit you, you know the other thing that we had a little question about surefires are setting fruit yeah yeah they they got a less a sparser fruit than uh than uh, Roma Surprise. Well, everything in the whole world is a special <laughs> thing. But do you, do you, if you if you can believe this, Surefire in its hybrid state used to look just like that. Huh. Yeah. When when uh, your buddy, your uh, major professor Frank Danello, uh, uh, I always give him credit for discovering uh, Surefire. At GS12 at, at that time, and I, I can remember him. I can remember standing by him and out at Verston, and he said, "I've never seen so many tomatoes on one plant." And they were. It was a process of tomato, just like Roma Surprise uh-huh. is. But through the years, we've saved the seed, and we've lost the hybrid vigor, I guess, and then the. But uh, it is still setting fruit. Well, compared to your, compared to last year, last year was a real disappointment with it. Uh, that I, my my little yeah, sample, yeah. but this year it's uh, looking a little looking pretty impressive. Kind of kind of what you would expect from a surefire. Yeah. 
uh, from the old days, so we'll see what happens. Now, do you have some with fruit and some without fruit, Surefire? Actually, I do, but I don't have a lot of, I don't have a uh, and, the, and the ones with fruit have? Different sizes. Different sizes. Yeah, but it's the one with, the one with the main fruit is covered, and then, then, then the other one has got a limited number of fruit. So yeah. Probably need to pull those out, Dick Calvin. Sure. And say only save the seed from the ones that uh, have a lot of fruit on uh-huh. Um Just go ahead and pull those that don't have fruit out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't remember. I don't detect. Uh, I don't, detect, uh, I didn't, don't, no, don't no. remember signing the contract. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently you agreed to oh, follow Look at this. All right, oh, look at that caravan man. of pumpkins. Wow. And they're all different. That's so cool. Yeah. I like the one that's... Yeah, why? Right. It's pretty. Yeah. And then the, weird, the pinkish, yellow, orangish, pinkish and that, orange. That, and that little bitty one. Look at the little bitty one. In oh, the in the back. Oh. Any time you've got a, a person five or less, there'll be yeah, at least the, one of those little, little bitty pumpkins. One. They want one that they can pick up and take care with them. And they don't necessarily have to cut a face into it. I just get kind of, it's kind of like a little teddy bear that goes around with them. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Um, there are some people that don't realize how lucky they are. They've been blessed today. By, by, why? by not getting run over by Roger <laughs> the train. Yeah, he's, he he actually stopped they, they, and let them get out of the way. They oh, sent okay. they sent him to go to therapy. Uh, to, Charles did for yeah. the gentleness class. You know. <laughs> I, I think it'll last about two trips. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's actually run over anybody that we know of. All right, I, I'm, I'm worried that they've got a. I can't believe you scooper. just continued to, well, to defend him. What are, what do they call that that thing on the front of the locomotives that oh the cattle that pick kick the cattle or what's buffalo it called yeah it's not a cattle guard it's a cattle he's a cattle guard <laughs> is it but I think it has another name no it scoops them off cow guard uh, <laughs> cattle scoop uh, <laughs> it's a cow scooper and so our our deal is is a customer scooper. <laughs> <laughs> Scoops you right up into a seat like a ski lift does. Yeah, yeah there, there you go. go. What is it called? All right. Uh, I'm gonna see <laughs> I if think it's Google. called Cattle Guard, guys. All right. That's not as exciting as a cattle scooper. No. All right, 210-308-8867. There's lots of fun stuff happening here at the nursery. It's nice and cool. There is no oh, rain. Oh, it is wonderful today. Uh, so uh, come on by. I'm even wearing shorts. Got a lot of people, too. Yeah. When I came through that rain at uh, 281 and 1604, I said, well, it's going to take care of everybody at the nursery. Yeah. And uh, and this, these, again. In fact, I was thinking, gosh, I'll probably get, probably get a chance to park up front and I did, yeah, and I, the rain. I, I pulled in there, and there was only one place left. Yeah. So, so uh, but uh, it's, it's nice. It's nice here. And I, I was trying to. Everybody asked me which direction the rain was going, and I couldn't quite. I thought maybe it was going uh, east, north and east, maybe, but 
couldn't tell. I don't think it was going west. That was the first yeah. thing I thought it was. And it was raining over uh, 280, um, Highway 16, which is Bandera Highway and 1604. It's way out that way. Raining over there. Yeah, too. maybe it was going north and west then. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, the pilot, also known as a cow catcher. Cow catcher. Cattle catcher or cow plow. <laughs> Poor cows. Is the device mounted the front of a locomotive to deflect obstacles on the track that might otherwise derail the train. So you learned something? <laughs> so it's a cow catcher? Yeah. It's called the pilot, but it's also known as a cow catcher. Cow catcher. Cattle catcher or the cow plow. <laughs> Now, I like you're, the cow plow. If you're, yeah, if you're uh, sympathetic to the cattle, you oh, say it's okay. a cattle guard. You know? Okay, I guess you're right. Hey, we need to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your calls after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Do you love herbs? Have you thought about what you want to grow or what varieties you want to plant in the fall? Or maybe you just don't know how to use them fresh from the garden. Well, have we got a seminar for you. Next Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 11.30, Mary Dunford, the herb expert and owner of Nature's Herb Farm, is going to be on hand to show you what you can do with herbs. She'll talk about the best varieties for this area. She'll talk about the best herbs to grow for flavor or fragrance or just garden success. So don't miss it. If you are interested in herbs or you've always thought about this, then this is the class you want to be a part of. Mary does a great job, and we're looking forward to having her. It's this Saturday, October 6, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. This is just one of the ways that Millburgers helps make sure you have a great gardening experience. Next Saturday, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Your life is an important one. Here at 930 AM, The Answer, we're interested in hearing about how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our station and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities, challenges, and desire for personal growth. And every day is our wish that what you hear positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source for much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the news that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly and we would love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. And for simply sharing your impact story with us, you will automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so do it today. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. 
We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all. From water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, Al having fun with Halloween music back I'll at the stage. All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. As we talk about scary things, things in your home may be scary for a variety of reasons, like roaches or ants or scorpions or spiders or fleas. Uh, and around the house now, especially mosquitoes may be scary uh, for a variety of different reasons. Well, give Spider-Man Pest Control a call, and you can help have him get rid of all these things in your home. And one of the approaches that Spider-Man takes that I like is uh, Warren uh, will evaluate the entire situation. So let's say you've got a roach situation, the roach problem. So he's going to look at the house and see, okay, he's going to spray, but he's going to look at the house and say, okay, you know what? Here's a little vulnerability you have, and this is where I think they're coming in. We recommend that you seal that. And so uh, so you get that and you seal it, or maybe if it's a weep hole and they just put some... Um, they'll, uh, they'll seal it for you, too. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a part of the service when they do their... Here's what you have to do to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So they're not only getting rid of them at the time, because that's like the, a big complaint I hear is that they sprayed and then they were gone for two weeks and then they came back and then they sprayed again and they just never seemed to get rid of them. Um, so give Spider-Man Pest Control a call uh, if you're eager to not only get rid of those things that are bugging you in your house, but you're eager to get rid of them uh, as much as possible. Uh, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. you learn all the stuff they do there, from lawn fertilization to uh, pest and termite management to the into care of mosquito trapping and and um, Warren texted me last week after the show and said, um, remind people, y'all talked about fertilization, but remind people that we don't like weed and feed. Um, now, I don't know in the fall if it's any different. So, okay. Because he, he said they had run into some lawns where they had used it and it would the grass had been damaged by it and stuff. Where, uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't work as work well for us it's uh we do best here if we fertilize at the right the time right, right time and put our our pre-emergent herbicides down at the right time which which are different than the fertilization dates all right it's some it's some it's somehow to me it's just uh, inconsistent when you're you're putting uh 
herbicide down at the same time you're fertilizing, you know, so it's fertilize, uh, fertilize those uh, weeds. A lot of times you end up fertilizing the weeds because yeah. it just doesn't match the, the the treatment that's required. But that that's that's a good point, and uh, the professionals, landscape professionals in our area, are pretty consistent in that uh, product. And I know the horticulturists. We just don't. I don't know of any horticulturists that recommend weed and feed. Hmm. All right, 210-308. Thank you, Warren. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. What you got going on over there? I've just got a lot going on over here. We've got uh, questions from plantanswers.com. Uh, somebody wrote in and said, my recently acquired Prada Barbados seems to be doing quite well here in San Antonio, but all the leaves on a couple of branches have turned purple color but still appear healthy. What causes the leaves to change color like that? And uh, Forrest Reitzer back said, or him back, or whoever, uh, if this is a new growth, it's perfectly normal. And then he sent her an article that says, uh, 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 foliage texture, the leaves of twice pinnately compound leaflets to three-quarters of an inch across or less. New stems and foliage are reddish to purple, gray-green when mature. Uh, younger stems have soft and flexible spines. Medium fine texture. Yeah, now, so, so that, so you're, you're stating that from memory, right, Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the new stems and foliage can be reddish to, to purple, the brand, but they quickly turn uh, gray green. And uh, Forrest wrote that. Said uh, somebody wrote in and said, "How can I get rid of uh, nut sedge in zorzia lawn in the zorzia lawn?" And uh, you need to go ahead and do that uh, pretty soon. Uh, Forrest answered, I recommend the use of a product called Sedge Hammer. You can, and then he sends them a sample, a place that they can look at an actual sample label for Sedge Hammer. And that's like the set, it's a sedge, not a grass. And uh, it's spelled S E D G E, Sedge Hammer. And that is not as simple to use. For a long time, we've kind of uh, talked about it in the same breath as we did contact herbicides for grass. You know, killing Bermuda grass relatively easy in, in broad leaves and other plants. A sedge sedge control is a little more complex because oh, yeah. some of the pl- some some of the plants that we uh, treasure are trying to protect are affected by uh, the sedge control. Yeah, most of the time they're stunted. Yeah. Uh, or, or dwarfed, uh, yeah. or whatever you want. To you can even that. you can even see them uh, in the rose. Some of the rose plants are affected by them if you get. So some of your grass may be. Uh, of course, at this time of the year, the grass is slowing down. Unless you got like mel- Unless you, you, got- you guys were talking about there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After I guess the grass has felt so uh, closed down after. It was, Five months of uh, heat and rain, and then suddenly you got all this rain. It says, "What do you mean it's time for me to 
quit growing. You gotta <laughs> stand back. I'm gonna grow. Hey, Sharon's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. How are you, Sharon? Welcome to the show. Hello, I'm fine. Thank you. I want to know you? when is the time to dig sweet potatoes? Uh, when did you plant them? March or April? Uh-huh. They planted themselves. Oh, they planted I, themselves. They come back volunteer. Oh, okay. Uh, you you dig the sweet potatoes. Uh, normally, most people wait till the vine dies back. First uh, cold uh, weather. First cold weather because they're real sensitive to cold. But down here, we have such a long growing season. I would say uh, you need to dig them uh, last of this month, okay. last of October. Okay. Oh, we're, we're, not, we're not in October yet, are we? Not until <laughs> Monday. Monday. Anyway, last of October. Okay. Because uh, if you if you just let them keep on growing, and you might take a look at some now. How, how many plants do you have? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, two or three, maybe. They're okay. all in a container. They're in a container. Oh, just- oh, Okay. <laughs> It's in a big, you know, a big, um, like you buy a tree in a big, you know, big, big container. Yeah. What I, what I, what I would do, even, you know, in the next next day or two, is dig down uh, uh, where they're rooted in, where the root, they're, they're actually a sweet potato is a root, mm-hmm. and so and so, dig down and find some of those big roots. And uh, if you can get them, dig them out and uh, see if they're splitting yet. That, that's the problem. They, they split and get, uh, get uh, mealy is not the word. They have strings. They have strings in them. They're, they're, yeah, um, stringy. Yeah. Stringy, you know, like yeah. big green beans. But yeah. anyway... Um, but if, if they've started to split, you need to take them now. Let well, us know, too, Sharon. Vine, I'm not, not even sure I can find them. <laughs> well, well, with all well, this rain, uh, the vines have gone everywhere, and they're rooting in the <laughs> ground around the pot. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, uh, well, what you want to do is go, go to the the pl- first location that they rooted in. Okay. You know, you, you don't need to worry about all those vines that are rooted out there. So they haven't had time to develop a large root. Right. So go go back to where the original vine started. Back to the start. That's where your sweet biggest sweet potatoes will be. And if there's none there, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they may they may be long. Let's see. Do you know where the original did the original come from? The grocery store or, or what? The ornamental. Yeah, no, they would originally come from a grocery store. Okay. Because uh, I, so, I start them every year. Oh, okay. So they... The they uh, came back on their own. Okay. They, they, like I said, they are from a root, a, a vegetative uh, structure. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, what, I, what was going through my mind is... Uh, is that uh, back in there? There used to be different varieties which were elongated. 
uh, roots and uh, like Puerto Rican and some of those types. But now we have the jewel types and the the newer the newer types that are ra- that are rounded like teardrops, teardrop shaped. I can oh, see it yeah. in his in his eyes. He's recalling his first sweet potato class at the University of Tennessee. Here. I got my master's in sweet potatoes <laughs> yeah. at, wow. at, at Mississippi, State? Mississippi State. State. And so, uh, last year I had a red sweet potato. A friend of mine gave me a, a sweet potato start, and it was a, but I wasn't able to keep uh, the start. You know, I lost Oh, okay. It. Okay, but it was a red, red sweet potato. Huh? Now, what did you what did you do to lose it? Sweet potato is pretty hard to. She, she gave was, you she gave you a slip, right? Uh, yeah, uh, a baby plant. plant. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't, uh, and it produced a big sweet potato. But oh, I never, okay. I wasn't able to keep it over the winter to to get more. Oh, from oh, it. I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't give you a sweet potato. Uh, I you know I didn't even ask her. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I don't know whether she had more this year or not. How'd you know it was red? You saw it. I had a red. It grew a big red sweet potato. Oh, okay. And did you ate it rather than saving it? it. Yeah, well, I saved it, but it didn't save. <laughs> so how, how long, Milton, are we going to put up with this sweet uh, potato talk? <laughs> I I've got, I've got a person that wants to talk about rutabagas. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Sharon, help us. Keep talking. I'm not talking about the rain. It's raining in my house. Oh, what part of town are you in? Lackland. Okay. Oh, okay. Where is she? Near Lackland. Lackland. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're not getting any rain here, but San Antonio is so weird that way. Literally, I, I was I was driving up 281 to come here, and it was all this. The road was all wet, like between airport all the way to Bitters, and Bitters after you drove over the little Bitters, and then dry until you got to the the flyover, and then it was wet again. So yeah, but yeah, how much rain did you get? Did you get a lot of rain uh, in September? Um. Uh, Twelve inches. All right, good deal. Yeah, sweet potatoes like uh, so much, you know, uh, adequate amount of water. So do yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. So you can I add that to your your chapter on uh, yeah, how to grow things: uh, crepe myrtles and sweet potatoes. Plant sweet potatoes. Seventeen inches. Of Seventeen potatoes. inches of rain. Do we want to talk about herbicide on sweet potatoes? That's what that's what my thesis was. Sure, Jerry. Yeah. What you got? <laughs> Cal, Cal, you got one of those little switches there. <laughs> well, Cal, why don't you and I go over to the Circle K? We'll get us a drink yeah. and come right back. Go ahead, Jerry. We we might have to go to the uh, tavern, you know, and get a little drink. <laughs> Okay, they're they're making fun of us in our sweet potatoes. I potato. know they are. That's okay. Uh, I hope you have good luck. Do you know how to cure a sweet potato? What do you do when you dig your sweet potato? Not much. <laughs> no, I really don't know how to cure them. Seriously. See that? Uh, is lay it? them out. Lay them out and let them dry is what you do with an Irish potato, but. No. Yeah, well, well, you do the same for a sweet potato, but you cure it. And uh, let's see, what is it? Seventy-five degrees and seventy-five percent humidity for goodness. 
It's that you, difficult? So it's not that size? They, they cure them to make them sweeter. Oh, okay. And to and to heal the to to heal the wound, they they, they call it superizing. Now that the seventy five degrees would be relatively easy with air conditioning, but yeah, seventy five percent humidity is a little yeah. tough. Yeah, the humidity is hard to keep up. What if they're not cured? What they happens do. to them? They are not cured. A lot, little dry. It might be drier on the edges. And yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Sharon. I know a lot more. I know a lot more, sweet. Well, all right. So it's at least I knew. I I knew a lot more, sweet. It's up to the callers. If they call in, we just may not have enough time to get all your information. There you go. If not, next hour is sweet potato talk. <laughs> Call us with your sweet potato questions. You want to hear about sweet potato breeding? Let's, let, oh. We'll make that a tease. No oh, sex. No sex. No sex. Okay. Yeah. Coming up at 1 o'clock, sweet potato breeding. <laughs> <laughs> Be here. Thanks, Sharon. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. You take care, Sharon. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let's take the opportunity to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. You, we, we need a break already? Yeah, we flew by. Time flies by. Well, Milton and I need a break, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about sweet potatoes. That's right. I mean, he just perked up. Look at the color. He's got I the know. color. <laughs> He's all pink like a sweet potato. He's a... All right, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Do you love herbs? Have you thought about what you want to grow or what varieties you want to plant in the fall? Or maybe you just don't know how to use them fresh from the garden. Well, have we got a seminar for you. Next Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 11.30, Mary Dunford, the herb expert and owner of Nature's Herb Farm, is going to be on hand to show you what you can do with herbs. She'll talk about the best varieties for this area. She'll talk about the best herbs to grow for flavor or fragrance or just garden success. So don't miss it. If you are interested in herbs or you've always thought about this, then this is the class you want to be a part of. Mary does a great job, and we're looking forward to having her. It's this Saturday, October 6, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Road. This is just one of the ways that Millburgers helps make sure you have a great gardening experience. Next Saturday, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. He saw a small one. It might still be out there. He said it fell from the sky. Gary, calm down. 
You know how you get. Okay, I'll drive it. I'm just so scared. The movie Smallfoot tells the tale of a Bigfoot Yeti named Migo. He discovers a tiny creature with itty-bitty feet, something the Yeti history says doesn't even exist. So Migo must search out the truth. Taken at face value, this fun kid's pick encourages youngsters to be upright, to be curious, and to be accepting of others. But it might also be seen to be delivering an anti-authority or stretching things, even an anti-faith message. Parents should be ready to give their tiny-footed charges a little deep snow guidance. With that in mind, I'll give Smallfoot a four out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, visit us at PluggedIn.com radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond grandpa's ruby but it was made for me mark sadowski jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you and the best part is you contribute the ideas that will make it yours mark sadowski jewelers a family tradition since 1933 that's 85 years call us at 210-377-1818 that's 210-377-1818 Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From expert advice to lifting up God, family, and country, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From how to care for your pets to caring for your loved ones, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Norberger's Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. 210-308-8867, 210 oh, look at that puppy, 210-308-8867, oh, no. <laughs> toll-free, no, no. he's 866-308-8867. So here's what we'll do, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, you know, uh, we, can, we can vote on this, uh, but at 1 o'clock, uh, we do, a, we're going to call an on-air interactive seminar on sweet potatoes. Uh. <laughs> So you call in. Kevin might leave. <laughs> he might leave. Well, look, he looks a little angry. Um, you know, that's one of those. Sweet potatoes are one of my favorite foods. So. Okay, see? It is for, it's, it's good for diabetics, too. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. it's tasty and, uh, and no, no carbs. Versatile, versatile, no yeah. carbs. So give us a call starting at 1 o'clock. Do not call right now. Oh. Starting at 1 o'clock. What about 2 o'clock? Uh, <laughs> can we delay it for one week? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll do our... Uh, the, the, the nation's torn. Our, re- our listeners are torn because uh, of the sweet, sweet potato. potato talk. I know. It's, it's very, a conspiracy. It's a very polarizing issue. Yes, there are provokes, 
pro-sweet potato and then anti-sweet potato. Well, then, I don't like to be anti-things. I'm pro-rutabagas. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, next week we can do the on-air rutabaga, on-air interactive rutabaga seminar. Say the well, we shouldn't warn people, though. Oh, no, we shouldn't. You're right. <laughs> we'll just kind of jump into it without telling them. Rutabaga doesn't have carbs either, does it? Carbohydrate? Well, not, or yeah, nothing. it does, but it's not. Not it's like not, an Irish potato. You want me to look that oh, up? No, not like an Irish. Yeah, it's not like an Irish potato. That was, uh, of course, uh, rutabagas, they called them Swedes and some other no, things. That's right, Swedes. Yeah, and it was. Uh, In the prisons, Milton, where they made them eat sweet potatoes. Hey, we got Mary on the line. Oh. So uh, let's change the subject, are you? No, no, no. We need to get to her because she was nice enough to call in. So we have remember we have mentioned that Mary Dunford, uh, herb expert, and uh, we'll let Mary give you her credentials in a moment. She's the queen of herbs. Is that it? Absolutely. All right. She's here on the phone with us, and she's going to be here next Saturday, from ten to one thirty, ten to eleven thirty, uh, doing a presentation on herbs with culinary demonstration included. I think that means we may get free samples. You're going to have to eat that grass. Oh, hi, Mary. You're going hi. To, um, <laughs> hi, Carolyn. Uh, hi, Carolyn. Hi. Hi, Mary. Hello. Thanks Hello. for calling in. Okay. Well, tell us a little. You guys, it's always a pleasure. Thank you, Mary. Tell us a little bit about next. Is that the first, why the, this is the first time you've been on our show, Mary? <laughs> so, I so, so, <laughs> so, so far it's a pleasure. Yeah, so far it's a pleasure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Will you be staying okay. around next hour for the uh, sweet potato talk? Um, for the sweet potato talk, um, maybe. <laughs> okay. Would you like me to come call in again? <laughs> sure, yeah, that might be good. Jerry, Jerry's going to give a whole hour on sweet potatoes. We're going to see how long he goes. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. So, Mary, <laughs> Mary, let's focus on next week's presentation. The survival okay. test. All right. For, okay. First off, you have been touted by the gentleman to my right and to my left, the doctors. Uh, they cannot say enough good things about you and about your knowledge of herbs. So uh, we have been bragging on you quite a bit since we found out you were going to be doing the presentation. Oh, so tell well, us, thank, you. thank you. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to talk about. Well, um, oh, thanks, what, thanks, thanks for calling in, Mary. <laughs> you're welcome. Stop it. Okay, Mary, you're <laughs> fine. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So um, what? Um, I'm going to have another lady join me. And her name is Carol Lee, and she had worked for me for seven years, and she's an herbalist. So she is. So this is going to be a, a, a real fun uh, event, okay? Because we only like to have fun if we're going to be working with herbs, and and there's going to be a lot of smelling, tasting, touching, and all that fun kind of stuff, passing around herbs. So. What we're going to focus on mainly is um, what to use the herbs in. Okay, mm. so we're yeah, so we're going to um, actually um, prepare some vinegars. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about that with the herbs, and then we're going to show how to um, make dressings with the vinegars. Um, we're going to do a couple different kind of salads with um, one will be a rice salad and it will have different flavors of herbs in it and we'll also do a, another variety of a salad. That's given them mainly an idea for um, the simple way of eating and um, using herbs. Okay. It also um, we will show you know how to 
how do you harvest them and how do you store them and, you know, what flavors do you use for this and the different flavors and um, just making it um, a, a, a spread um, area of um, using it like we do every day. So that's mainly mint, what we're going to focus on. I must have missed it. Did you say mint juleps? Oh, mint Uh-oh. julep. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, Mary. No, um, I didn't say mint julep, but um, yeah, um, we could do that. You know, um, let's. Calvin, she Calvin, says, she Calvin says with a lack front, of enthusiasm. Calvin will be on the front row waiting to yes. do the tasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be making well, them. Um, <laughs> so um, it, it's going to be a lot of hands-on, and. I really, um, that's why I'm bringing Carolee, because she is really very, very good and knowledgeable about doing all the different ways of prepping with, not, not pre- well, prepping with the herbs and using them in the foods, especially for those who have to get, a, have to get away from sugars and, and um, different things that aren't really good for your diet. And so it, it'll be a, a real fun event in like I said, you know, everybody will go off with a smile, and there will be Yay. a lot more aggressiveness of wanting to do these little preparations of having taken things to work, you know, very easy meals that you can put together and do. And um, we, we do them all the time when we travel because we do a lot of traveling together and, um, and go different places. And she cannot eat in restaurants and things like that, so we do um, a lot of fun things and take them with us. Very cool. So it's, it's yeah, next Saturday yeah. from 10 to 1130 yes. here at Millburgers. It's no cost. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Mary, you did a wonderful job of describing it. free the, and the it's course. fun. Yeah, there yeah. You go. it's the two Fs that we both like, free and fun. Uh, <laughs> Pretty fun. So, so please come out. Um, <laughs> please come out. Mary, what, okay? what do you yeah. what do you think? I, I know folks that 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 enjoy herbs, uh, really get uh, passionate about them. What do you think is it that makes them so much fun for gardeners? Well, is it- I always tell everybody it's because of all the different uses for them. I said, all it uh, most of the time it's a smell. Okay. That once you um, run your hands through any kind of mint or, you know, herbs are used a lot for lifting, okay? As far as, as you know, it's lavenders and rosemary is one of the, and there's different ones that are healers. And so when people start using herbs in their garden, they're thinking of more, okay, so I want to have it in my garden because I want to use it with all my vegetables that I'm growing, right? Mm-hmm. And it also helps keep some of the bugs away, right? Another one is that um, they can use it as making teas, and um, especially for health-wise, okay? They also like to make oils and, and, and different things with them. But, I'm, you know, my love is really cooking with them. So you get the five uses of them, and it's a good way, too, to um, bring them into the gardens if you're trying to, educate a little bit of the family or the children as far as, wow, what do I do with this? It smells so good. And, and um, you know, and there's some that are stronger than others and others that, um, you know, need um, more, a little bit tension, I guess. And we, Jerry and I have heard you, Mary, also talk about the idea that with if you're growing herbs, you can have a really 
in, uh, individualistic and uh, diverse garden with limited space and lots, lots of fun. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, yes. So just, and just it also, pure, uh, yeah. pure gardening, it's exciting. Yes, yes. You know, um, everyone, I mean, a lot of people come out and say, well, don't you have deer? And I say, yes, we do have deer. And, but uh, we don't have an issue with um, really going out and grazing. And, you know, we really, um, we put a lot of our plants outdoors. And we, you know, there's a, most of our growing is outdoors because we want those plants to be, you know, really ready to go into the ground. And, we, and that's how we try to um, present them to them. So very little goes in the greenhouse unless we're getting a lot of rain, like, like what we've been getting lately, and now uh, which we we all love it, but we're like, oh, I don't think those plants want that much. <laughs> so yeah. um, it, it it's really a, um, um, a. I found when I do my talks, I always pass things around because I want others to touch and smell, and once they start doing that, it really gets them excited and they've then they want to know well how can i grow them in in, you know in what can i grow them in the ground can i grow them indoors and so and that's where a lot of the education will come in so mary's going to be speaking next saturday here at millburgers at 1604 on boulevard road from 10 to 11 30 and it sounds like it's going to be absolutely great thanks mary Uh thank you you yeah, man, what, what, what are the top three uh, or two or three uh, herbs that people plant and use in the fall that we would have? In the fall. We, in the fall. That we, the that fall. we would have, have at okay. the nursery now. Um, okay. Is that cilantro? Um, is that cilantro? Cilantro. Cilantro is one. Um, a lot of, um, you know, fall herbs are going to be cilantro, dill, fennel, parsley. Those oh, okay. are a lot of, yeah. of those. Yeah. And uh, Swiss chard, um, calendulas. Um, there's there's a lot of them that are are um, fall okay. herbs. And, okay. Good. And as you know, yeah. as you know, we all know that you only can grow cilantro here in Texas. When it's cool, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> now, the uh, in addition to the uh, herb growers, the uh, black swallowtails are going to thank you, Mary, because oh, they like all that yeah. dill and parsley, yeah. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've been visiting us quite a bit, and everybody yeah. else. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. They okay. they they test they test the. Uh, uh, herb growing capability. You know, should I destroy these black these uh, swallowtails, or should I let them yeah. eat all my uh, parsley up? Um, the, um, parsley and the dill. Yeah, they they really like that. They like the fennel too. They'll they'll yeah. go for that. So, but um, you know, we have plenty to share. So, sounds good. Well, we just let it go like that. There you go. What a good attitude. Thanks, Mary. Okay. I look look forward to maybe uh-huh. meeting you. Um, if uh, you uh, if you don't have to leave early after the uh, presentation, come visit us, and we'll start the show with you next week. We'll okay. talk a little more. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Malcolm okay. and Dr. Finch. 
Uh-huh. All right. Bye. You take care. Right. Bye. Mary Bye-bye. Dunford will be here next Saturday. It sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, next Saturday from 10 to 1130, absolutely free. Uh, just come on out. No reservations needed. Just be here next Saturday. Uh, and I'm guessing I'll double check, but I'm guessing it's going to be rain or shine. So 210-308-8867. Lonnie's on the line. I want to get to him before we go to the top of the hour. Hi there, Lonnie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing yeah, today? Fine. Uh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, thanks. Um, yeah, thanks for waiting. Sure. It, I, I've seen at uh, a nursery uh, a plant called Sharums, S-H-A-R-U-M apostrophe S, Shamrock Holly. And to me, when I see that plant, I, I think of old-fashioned hogling. Have you heard of it, and, and is it good for our area? Would it be uh, better as, or more successful, or at least as successful as, say, a uh, Burford holly? I, I don't think. I haven't heard of it. And I, yeah, I, w- I would really hesitate. It's from a nursery in El Paso, I mean, excuse me, uh, uh, El Campo, Texas. Oh yeah, that's green leaf. Yeah, they wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't be selling if it if it wasn't adapted. Mm, you sure? <laughs> I, yeah. I think I can name a number of of, of nurseries that have handled various plants that really are not recommended for this area and do not grow well. Well, that's not green leaf. Uh, but that's. But that, I mean, that, yeah, you can have you can have it both ways. You can sell plants that are not well adapted, uh, and then you can have people like Jerry and I and the other media horticulturists uh, raise heck about it, or you can, uh, uh, you know, learn the lesson or tried it out, and then it's not on the market anymore because it doesn't work out. But that doesn't mean that sometimes new varieties and varieties that we've lost touch with uh, don't shouldn't be on the market so if you're convinced that it's something worthy you might uh might uh, send us a little information or do a little uh checking on the internet for us and let us know what, what yeah more information about i imagine it. they have, they have a description of it on the greenleafnursery.com website oh, we do have a tendency to get a little arrogant about our uh, vast knowledge of the uh the gardening world here in uh, oh, San yeah. Antonio. All right. Thanks, Lonnie. Did Thank that help? Hey, Lonnie, are you excited about Sweet Potato Talk next hour? Oh, we lost Lonnie. He hung. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 is our number. Again, Mary Dunford, she did a great job. I'm looking forward to I've never met Mary, so I'm looking forward to meeting She's her. She's a nice lady. Yeah, you'll uh, like her. When she comes up, if she comes up next uh, next uh, Saturday. All right, we'll take a break. She's a good businesswoman, too. Good. We'll take a break and come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867. Uh, join us in the next hour for more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Craig, you're up at first. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, along with lots of fun activities, lots of terrific pumpkins. The Boy Scouts are here. And Craig is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Craig. Hello. How can uh, we help you today? Did you have a sweet potato question? Not a sweet potato question. I have a question no. about a tomato I have. All right. Okay. Are, you, are you taking tomato questions? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You got a tomato question? Okay. Because I got an unusual tomato. Cool. All right. Okay, what this, you got? All right. So this tomato I bought from uh, one of those vendors in those white tents outside of the Whitty Museum, I guess it was, about nine or ten weeks ago. And uh, this tomato has not changed in nine or ten weeks. It looks identical to the day that I bought it. Yeah, they uh, they're putting they're, they're working to both through breeding and uh, through genetic engineering to uh, put a. Uh, a gene or, or develop a, uh, a plant that uh, produces less ethylene ethylene gas and the ethylene gas is what causes the tomato to ripen so uh, uh, I imagine that's one of those new uh, selections it didn't have a name on it did it no it didn't uh, I asked the fellow when I bought it from him I said well these tomatoes, I bought three from them, and I said they feel—they uh, look beautifully red and, and ripe, but they're still a little tight feeling. He said, "Well, we get them like that from local growers, and we get them so that uh, so that they'll last a little bit longer, you know, on your yeah. shelf." And right. uh, so I ate two of them, and then I took a trip, and then when I got back, I got curious about this other one because it never showed any signs of age. And now we're talking—I mean. Yeah, at least nine weeks, and it looks identical. It's red, shiny, and uh, firm. It doesn't look like yeah. it's changed one bit. And the I, first bet that, one, I, I bet that's one of those new hybrids. You well, guys are just, just making wondering. this up, aren't you? No, no. I thought, no. I, I thought you'd want to go uh, in on it with me, and we could share it, and maybe it'll <laughs> keep us alive forever. You know, I don't know. That, that, uh, that, uh, that variety, if it's the one I'm thinking about, is patented. In other words, uh, yeah. it's it's developed. Uh, the GMO uh, deal is patented, so legally you're not say, for, legally you're not supposed to save seed, but uh, or, or or take cuttings or anything like that. But uh, that that doesn't stop us outlaw geneticists. Uh, 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 what is that statement? Of no people. responsibility. Man. Oh, the opinions of the host is purely his own, and not <laughs> yes. those of. Well, look, what, I, you know, what, I, what, what I would do is save some seed of that. I'm happy to give you my tomato. I mean, it's a it's a real unusual deal. I think uh, I heard that they were doing that with Romo style tomatoes, those long ones that they were trying right. to add that right. GMO to. But not a regular uh, table tomato. I didn't ever hear that. And I've called Texas A&M a couple of times, and there's some people that have some interest in it, but we have tough time getting in communication for some reason. 
But yeah. uh, I'm I'm willing to uh, anybody who's really interested in tracking this thing down because I think it's something like I've never seen in my life. Uh, it is like I say, it's about ten weeks old now. So I have it here. I've I've got pictures of it, and if anybody's interested in uh, in uh, looking at it genetically, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, because I just bought it at, the, at a farmer's stand, you know, right down there at the Witty. Yeah, <clears throat> it's got to be fake news. Uh, Is this from? Uh, are, are you are you uh, broadcasting from Russia? Uh, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. It's absolutely <laughs> unusual. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, unusual. it is. But, uh, save, save the sea. Yeah, you and save Jerry, too. even though it's illegal. <laughs> okay, nobody's interested in it. All right. No, no. Thank you, Craig. Okay. You take okay. care. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin, unless you have something to talk about, we'll jump right into the sweet potato talk. Oh, heaven forbid, yes. There's a landscape school uh. next, next Saturday. Uh, garden that volunteer. they're talking about sweet potatoes. Yeah. Are the they? Garden, gardening volunteers in South Texas are uh, co-sponsoring along with San Antonio Water System and a number of the other uh, water conservation organizations in the city. And it's going to be at the Pearl, 303 Pearl Parkway, Suite 114. And that's on the 6th, uh, 6th of uh, October. That's next Saturday. Yes, it is. And I'm looking, There's uh, the cost is $30 per individual, or if there's two of you from the same household, it's uh, $50 for the both of you. And, of course, it's a... Uh, it's their patented uh, landscape school for presentations on uh, designs, airscaping, improving soil, and plant selection. You get a one-on-one counseling, and you get uh, three handouts, full-color handouts, landscape guides. And uh, if you want to check out uh, more information, info at gardeningvolunteers.org, info at gardeningvolunteers.org, and that'll... Uh, give you the information saturday october 6th water saver landscape design school and i'm looking for the time milton did you see that time on no that? no okay well you'll have to go to their uh, website to see that exact time i think it's starts uh, about uh 8 30 in the morning and it's over about two o'clock but uh go to the website info at gardening volunteers.org okay thank you all right 210 210- 308 8867 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And, um, all right, let's uh, start our sweet potato. Now, I've got another one. Oh, do you? Okay, what you got, <laughs> the Kevin? Co- the Comal Master Gardeners are uh, uh, recruiting for their uh, class that starts in January. So if you're interested in... Uh, it's one, it's one of the most active Master Gardener chapters around. It's a, a great education opportunity, a lot of fun, lots of opportunity for volunteer service, important volunteer service, and you get to work with uh, other gardeners and uh, learn a lot and with uh, experts in the field of horticulture. But go to the, uh, uh, the Texas AgriLife Extension, Comal County, or to uh, 
Comal Master Gardeners for, for more information if you want to uh, check out that training opportunity. Uh, the Master Gardeners are serious about training you. It's once per week, and it's in the afternoon, uh, about 14 weeks worth of training, and then you graduate, and you do have to put, put in volunteer service um, if you want to maintain your membership. So a great opportunity, a lot of fun. There is a charge for the uh, training as well. You had asked about so I went to the website, gardeningvolunteers.org, the Landscape Design School, uh, is uh, going to be start at 830, was your, so you were right. Uh, And all the information is on gardeningvolunteers.org, gardeningvolunteers.org. Let's see. Is there anything else before (laughs) I can stand there? You you know, people wonder about that type of school, but I I got a question that that pretty well emphasizes the the need for something like that. This this person uh, uh, wrote me from South Lake, Texas. Where's South Lake, Texas? Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. I'll go look it up. I'll look up South Lake, Texas, and uh, she's from. Uh, she's got actually got an Auburn uh, email dot e dot edu. Huh. Uh, web. I don't know whether it was she professor over there or teacher over there or what sort of situation a student yeah said we we moved into our home last august it's near grapevine and flower mound okay so that's over out houston right grapevine and what no you're near dallas dallas yeah Yeah, near dallas oh near dallas okay okay Anyway, it said we moved into our home. One of those cities. Home, home, home last August in uh, South Lake, Texas. By no means was the lawn perfect, but it was certainly presentable. With our inexperience, we managed to destroy our whole entire lawn. It is St. Augustine and Bermuda Mix, hmm. which almost all lawns are. We live in an over over an acre with very mature trees. There are parts of our lawn that get full sun and parts of the lawn that get very little. That sounds familiar, doesn't mm, it? Yeah. Uh, with as much space as we have, we're trying to decide how to repair our lawn the most reasonable way. Every person we call tells us something different. Here, here's what we have so far. We're going to have to raise all the trees several feet to let more light in. In other words, trim, trim some of the limbs off to let some more light in. We are starting several treatments to treat weeds and fertilize tomorrow. Got this uh, a couple of days ago. Now what? Do we try seeding now, early fall, or should we treat what we have and wait until spring? I really want some grass as soon as possible, but I also want to do what's right. Any help you have is appreciated. Hmm. That's a mess, isn't it, Calvin? Yeah, it is because you... Uh, yeah, there's so many you, variables in Yeah, and you can, you can tell them how to have a winter lawn... But if they didn't have real good luck with a 
summer lawn, they're not going to have good good luck with the winter lawn, and <laughs> and you want you you would probably want to target uh, summer lawn so that maybe they should uh, just mow mow for now and uh, worry about the the watering and uh, you're, you just take it for granted it's the shade and the watering yeah for the summer lawn that they had so much trouble with and fertilize maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, would you, it's would you recommend impossible. them overseed it? With, uh, I, I don't think I, I don't, this is up around Dallas. Right? Yeah, I I guess I would say you can do that, but I would be hesitant because that's a just doing that management is not a simple yeah. thing. Well, uh, and they're they're pretty far away from us too. Uh, yeah, and, and colder. Yeah, so I guess. I, I guess I would recommend they go to, they just plan on mowing this year to keep the weeds under control, and they go to some uh, local turf grass care classes or just yeah, look for if the, they have some up there. Yeah. I guess they do. They must have landscape schools or something. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. But, and, and uh, so the, this person. This is hard. This is a hard question to answer. I, Forrest has an answer, so I can't read his his reply. But uh, I'm sure he's in, with the same dilemma that I'm in. That uh, that uh, he's got several problems. Yeah, and why the? Of course, the one of the easiest recommendation is uh, find a source for information close. Well, she says she's gotten different recommendations. Uh, that. Uh, some strange, some strange recommendations too, or she's just taking, every person taking little we, pieces. Every person we call tells us something different. I wonder if they're not getting, not being patient, getting the whole story. Get somebody to like the class, go to a class, yes, and, yeah, and adapt. A, so if you're in a similar situation, then you may need to make plans to go to this uh, this class, sir. Uh, this uh, gardener volunteer class next Saturday. All right, 210-308-8867. For more information on the class, it's millburgernursery.com. I'm sorry, no, it's gardening volunteers. Yeah, gardeningvolunteers.org, gardeningvolunteers.org. Millburgernursery.com is where you find information about Mary Dunford's class here from 10 to 1130. All right, 210-308-8867. A flurry of email questions has come in. Starts off with this one. Uh, Can you answer this question for me? Are sweet potatoes and yams the same thing? That's a question that's always asked. Is that right? Yeah, and the, and the easy answer is no. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> except except it's right. not. Okay. It's not really the, because uh, every, everybody uses the words interchangeable, but technically. It's a marketing. Yeah. Uh, oh. you know, for, here's here's uh, one from Howard. Can sweet potatoes be refrigerated? Yeah. Absolutely. If you can get them in a refrigerator, they can definitely be refrigerated. Should sweet potatoes be refrigerators, I think, with Howard? No. Why is that? Because they're tropical. Oh, okay. And what will happen to them? They'll decompose. Okay. Except uh, we we refrigerate them at our house. Well, we oh, do, do you really? How does that turn we out? We do potatoes, too. They do great. Of course, Judy's a South African, so... <laughs> 
and she's such a good cook, I don't question. Now, potatoes, potatoes themselves, Irish potatoes, will, will actually change the carbohydrates into sugar, make hmm. them sweeter. But uh, and it's, it's, a lot of it's a timing, time yeah. thing too. Two days or is not the same as a month and and cool. So if you're, you know, you're just storing them uh, in a vegetable. But I, 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 I think the recommendation is not to, just like Jerry said. Oh yeah, because they're like I said, they're, they're just like a banana. But people put bananas in the refrigerator. You know, it turns the skin uh, brown because, yeah. because it's uh, sensitive to that and then, cool temperatures. Oh. But you, it, but the banana itself stores longer yeah. in the refrigerator. You can let it let it just sit out there for two weeks on your kitchen counter, and it turns brown too if you like that brown. <laughs> there you go. Brown and mush. then you make banana bread. Yeah. There you go. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Betty writes us, "What would you guess on average the uh, per capita consumption of sweet potatoes is?" It's not high. <laughs> I don't know per capita. All right. Well, I'll do some research. But it's research. not high. Maybe Dennis can do some research for us and find us. I, I, th- I think, in fact, it, I don't know. Since since uh, this diabetes thing has taken off and, and since uh, you can eat sweet potatoes without uh, worrying about the carbs in it, and all these carb, low carb diets. Uh, so that that might, appear- might have given a, a hmm. little bump to sweet potatoes. They're definitely appearing on more and more restaurant menus. Right. And those uh, uh, restaurants that are yeah. in tune with the new uh, fads and clo- uh, quite often will have sweet potato based recipes. Yeah. Doing a little research, I found out. Um, that according to allaboutsweetpotatoes.com, uh, the, uh, in 1949, it was 13.9 pounds uh, per capita. But in 1989, it was only 4.1 pounds. Good Lord. 4.3 pounds in 92, 4.6 pounds in 2004. Jerry, pass me my article. I, I, I think there's something in there I would, <laughs> important to talk about. All right. Sweet potatoes. Let's see. I, I was going to bring up the uh, Calvin's Bug article. All right. Well, we'll get to that in just a second after we take this break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. For more information and for more recipes, you can go to plantanswers.com. Absolutely. You get lots of great sweet potato recipes and probably even find out about the uh, dreaded sweet potato weevil. If we have time, we'll talk about that uh. after this. <laughs> uh, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Do you love herbs? Have you thought about what you want to grow or what varieties you want to plant in the fall? Or maybe you just don't know how to use them fresh from the garden. Well, have we got a seminar for you. Next Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 1130, Mary Dunford, the herb expert and owner of Nature's Herb Farm, is going to be on hand to show you what you can do with herbs. She'll talk about the best varieties for this area. She'll talk about the best herbs to grow for flavor or fragrance or just garden success. So don't miss it. If you are interested in herbs or you've always thought about this, then this is the class you want to be a part of. Mary does a great job, and we're looking forward 
forward to having her. It's this Saturday, October 6, 10 to 11.30 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Road. This is just one of the ways that Millburgers helps make sure you have a great gardening experience. Next Saturday, 10 to 11.30 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Road. Thunderstorms, heavy rains, damaging winds, and you have a leaking roof. There are some things you should know. I am Ken Cloud of Cloud Roofing, 210-366-9484. Your roof will not fix itself and may get worse. The Cloud family is here to serve your family. Call us first for a free estimate, 210-366-9484. Cloud Roofing offers an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and industry-leading warranties. Don't wait on fixing your roof. Water damage to your home can be exceptionally costly. Cloud Roofing uses the highest quality materials with the highest trained roofers. Cloud Roofing also provides expert insurance claim assistance. Cloud Roofing is also humbled to be serving San Antonio for 40 years. Please visit cloudroofing.com or call 210-366-9484. 210-366-9484. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now, here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. Holton Arms School, a private girls' school in Bethesda, Maryland, has been in the news lately because that is where Christine Blasey Ford attended. I went to a dance at Holton Arms in 1961 with a girl I liked who was a student at the school. There was no alcohol, and the dance was chaperoned. I drove the girl home and didn't even kiss her goodnight. I saw her father almost every day because he was an NBC News reporter, and I worked as a copy boy in the same Washington bureau. The ones responsible for nuclear bombing deportment and respect for women and girls were Hugh Hefner and Helen Gurley Brown. Both preached promiscuity without consequences as a human right. The consequences of their flawed doctrines have been chronicled in unwanted pregnancies, abortions, STDs, broken hearts, and shattered relationships. You can't dump poison into the public water supply and not expect people to get sick. It's the same with the culture. The poison Hefner and Brown dumped into American culture has led to sexual harassment and so many other social ills. This doesn't excuse bad behavior, but it helps explain it. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world, but the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money, weekends are all for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're taking sweet potato questions. They're getting priority. So if you've got one, call us at 210 And since there aren't any. Well, answer uh, any questions that you've got on sweet potatoes uh, or any any gardening question. Sweet potato questions move right to the line. That's our that's our promise this, this afternoon. Are you if you're into it, would you rather hear about uh, butter? 
butterflies and uh, gardening for the birds. i got a couple of programs coming up this next week. And tell us about them. Okay. Uh, on Tuesday, 5 to 6.30 p.m. at uh, uh, 5007 East Beverly May, which is in the Dream Hill States neighborhood near South Dex, at the medical center, uh, there's a, a program on a uh, tour of a butterfly garden, Mark Prang's butterfly garden, and we'll be there. To, I'll be there to answer any questions, conduct the tour, talk about the. It's a wonderful garden. Talk about the uh, plants that are in it and the butterflies. That's uh, 5007, 5007 East Beverly May in Dreamhill Estates. Uh, if you're in the medical center, you're probably familiar with the uh, Dreamhill Estates uh, neighborhood. 5 to 6.30 p.m. And then on the the 6th, lots of stuff on the 6th next Saturday. Okay. Uh, but at 9.30 a.m., uh, I'm going to be making a presentation, uh, Gardening to Attract Birds and Butterflies, at our old friend Birds Unlimited. Oh. At 14602 Hebner Road in the Almost Creek Shopping Center. Uh, that ought to be, uh, Bill will be there, so mm-hmm. uh, lots of folks that are expert in in attracting birds, and we'll talk about relationship of bird populations and observing birds uh, to your gardening, too. So that's 9.30 a.m. October 6th. And if you want more information, just call us here at the radio show, and we'll uh, talk about uh, both of those uh, those programs, plus the many other programs that are happening this uh, I hear I hear that sparrows have not migrated yet. No, they're just hanging. They're hanging. The, 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 if you left your Martin box up, you'll have sparrows all year. Yeah, well, you know, if you, all even year, in the winter, even, right? Yeah, and one of the easiest things to do is just get a, a bag of bird seed in every day and just dump it out on the ground. <laughs> White winged doves, I guess, would be. One. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's getting near. Uh, bird feeding time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, with Jerry and I in the past, and Mel and I even, October, generally October 1st is when a lot of people start feeding their birds again. Oh, okay. The sunflower seeds and uh, uh, the uh, safflower seeds, if you don't you don't want to attract the squirrels. Uh, also, um, thistle, thistle for the finches. Um Lots they cut my limbs off my tree that I they? had my bird feeders hanging on. Yeah. Oh. They did leave one little one limb that, that Who I did it? kind of. Uh, well, the arborist. I oh, had, you're, oh, you're yeah. arborist. Yeah. Well, I kind of have that that old uh, uh, the one with the blue flowers, Jerry. Uh, Texas. Uh, some you guys have to help me. in My old age. Uh, the, the oh, one. you mean the plant? Yeah, the the, the, the small tree that has the vitex. Vitex. That's what oh, I, have. Okay. I have a fifty-year-old vitex that has those old branches. Yeah. And, and every time I see Judy get near it with a pruning, uh. and I have to run out there and stand. <laughs> it's my body or this, this vitex because that's what well, I use it for too. It's for your great, bird feeder. Yeah, it's a great place to hang. Yeah. All the bird feeders, tough. Good wood and then kind of open yeah. area. So uh, we'll talk all. I'm going to have to find a new place to hang my, I guess. So if you're interested, uh, Tuesday night, uh, Dream Hill Estates for uh, 
the uh, butterflies, attracting bir- hummingbirds and butterflies, and then uh, 9.30 in the morning on uh, Saturday at uh, our Birds Unlimited. Now, the, 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 when is it they have the uh, Hummer, Hummer Festival in, uh, you say, in Rockport? Last week, yeah, last weekend. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it was last weekend? Yeah. Did they have it? Yeah, they did. Okay. It was a little... Um, I'm not sure how it went off with all the rain. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But there was uh, our, our uh, uh, neighborhood down there, they sent out the information. But uh, Okay, that's good. Yeah. Good you, to see they're having yeah, it again. You can float out on your boat and uh, find the hummingbird feeders. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good that they're having it again after the yeah. hurricane. Yeah. All right, two one zero three. What was the topic we were before I rudely interrupted? Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Uh, no, I think we were, we're talking, talking about, about rutabagas, right? Sweet potatoes. I think we were talking about. You want to discuss sweet potato vines and growing them because those are nice, and we sell those occasionally yeah. too. Are those like real sweet potatoes? They're real. They're Ipomoea batatas. Woo! Look at that. And it is uh, actually it is, uh, I think, one of the best um, ground covers or decorative. Yeah. Because he does pretty well in the shade, even. Yeah. And uh, and they can take the heat. They're very pretty. Yeah, yeah I've seen them. Like, yeah. Can you do them yourself? You could obviously get them here. Oh, oh yeah. Are you so? Are you looking for hippotame hippopotamus? Is that what you said? Yeah, right. But <laughs> it's getting kind of late in the season. They yeah, they, oh. they've got different colors and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, the question is, can you eat them? Eat the roots of the ornamental sweet potato? You can, but they won't be as sweet. Okay. And they're not as they're not big. As big. In my yeah, they're not as big. But uh, here yeah. in San Antonio, they they overwinter. Yeah, and then you can come back and you'll have them. Now the uh, I was trying to figure out a uh, what was it two or three years ago they didn't come back. Uh, I guess mm. the. Yeah, it got real cold. cold. Yeah, the cold weather and the combination when it occurred, maybe it was early in the season that they kind of got wiped out. And one of you had an argument with Karen Guz about planting sweet potatoes in the shade, the the vine. You said it wouldn't work, and she said, well, ours is working. Then you came back (laughs) the week after. You you think either Jerry or I would argue with Karen? Karen? No, you're right. Uh, I would not argue with Karen. Never mind. That must have, well, I think must have been I, someone else. I think that in the long, they probably in the long run they do better in the sun, but they're do, they're pretty tolerant. Yeah, she the had them in yeah. the shade. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing about that uh, history part, uh, Greg Grant, uh, who's our East Texas uh, County horticulturist now. Uh, Tried, tried to make that a Texas superstar. Oh, really? And uh, the everybody was for it. You know, I, w- I was worried that they wouldn't be able to take full sun, but they will. They do. Mm-hmm. He had that yellow one, you know. Yeah. I thought the leaves would burn on it. Well, I see that yellow one out in full scalding that's the, one, that's the one that always not came to, back in my land. Yeah, yeah. And so it was the strongest one. But anyway, uh, he said we ought to make that a Texas superstar because that's the plant of the future. In other words, that's... Really? That's, that's good. Yeah, Greg keeps, <laughs> keeps his hand on the pulse of uh, the ornamental uh, uh, plant industry. And... Uh, 
Guess what? Guess what? They turned it down. Guess why they turned it down? Because sweet potatoes used to be a major crop. Well, used to be a big crop in in Texas, especially in East Texas, East Texas area. And because of the sweet potato weevil, which is the the one that wipes the that makes the sweet potato root unusable and uh, full of uh, uh, insect larvae. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, and there's a quarantine on sweet potatoes. Oh. Uh, from, from East Texas, in other words, you're not supposed to take sweet The, the quarantine uh, line goes right through San Antonio. So uh, all sweet potatoes grown uh, uh, south of that line, I guess 35. Well, 35 goes for too far yeah. north. But uh, maybe I-10. Maybe we, we could make it I-10. It would be pretty much for everybody. Okay. Uh, everything mm-hmm. grown north, south of that line cannot legally be shipped. Huh. Uh, south of that line. To north. To north, north. north of that line. Okay. And uh, some people uh, some people raised from East Texas raised holy hell that we were going to make a sweet potato, a sweet potato a, uh, you know, they were going to spread sweet potato weevils all over the place and, oh. and destroy the Sweet potato industry of East Texas and uh, on and on and on. So rather than uh, deal with the controversy, which we should have done, uh, we uh, didn't make it a Texas superstar. And now it's everywhere. Now the sweet potatoes are everywhere. No. Are everywhere. The ornamental sweet potato. Hmm. But uh, So he was right. He was right. It was the plan of the future. As, as usual. All right, we could talk about sweet potatoes for now, hours, but I want to uh, go ahead and uh, now uh, tell you, you know we have to to remind everybody that uh, that Greg is one of Jerry's favorite horticulturists in the whole world and people in the whole world too. True. So whatever Greg says, Jerry, I'm not generally, sure about that. Generally, <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Okay, then. Never mind. <laughs> hey, let's, and he, he's mostly right. He's a, he's probably. A, one of the best horticulturists. He's rather passionate about plants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's good. He's yeah, good. Yeah. All right. We good ha- writer. We need to have him back on the show. Yeah. All right. We can ask him about that. Yeah, he's he's a county horticulture. He's he, he should get, however, he's gotten married, so I don't, I don't know about the weekend, what he does. On it. He probably doesn't do anything on the weekends. Oh, okay. As far as media and horticulture is oh. concerned. Unless it's for his county up there around Tyler. But let's uh, take a second to look at some of the things that we have on sale here at Millburgers. All right. The festival strawberry plants are still here at Millburgers. They're for sale in the four-inch pot. This is a Texas superstar uh, producing deep, red, glossy, favorable fruit, yielding uh, with a very high yield, producing over a long period. Uh, and, again, Millburgers has them for two ninety-nine in the four-inch pot. And this was a special, what was it called, a custom grow? Or? Originally, you know what they originally sold for? Uh-uh. They didn't sell because they, were, they had to have a 
Special Grow. Uh, Special Grow. I hope we still have them available next Saturday because that's what my article is about. Oh, oh I hope so. Right. That'd be good. Festival Strawberry. Yeah, yeah good. good. Yeah. And uh, we talked a little bit about the strawberry growing in... In, uh, in the Puckett? Well, no, strawberry growing here in East Texas. Oh, versus, oh, oh, okay. Because all, all those folks that have lived... Everybody loves strawberries, but yeah. if, if you've lived in the north at all, you think of them as a spring crop every year, and then they just, every summer they grow and you yeah. harvest. But we do it different here. Oh, yeah, big time It's different. an annual plant, and you plant them now and harvest them in the spring. But they're just as tasty and just as fun. And use copious amounts of osmico. Did you put that in your article? I didn't use the word copious. Uh. <laughs> People will Come not on, know. Kevin. I thought maybe you had a patent on that. No. <laughs> no. You, you and Gail Marsh, the <laughs> mystery writer. But, yeah, so we've got them here at the nursery, and we may be the only place you'll find them. Uh, hanging baskets with copious amounts of Osmocote would be a good choice. Uh, whiskey barrels. And then you're talking about the little planters that are specially for yeah, strawberries. Yeah, they call them strawberry. What do they call them? Strawberry pots or strawberry? Now I didn't. I, I I didn't do a lot of description of those strawberry pots. So hopefully next Saturday we can or next, talk about that kind of stuff too. Yeah, because they you, are fun. In the old days, that's what we. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have pictures for the strawberry? Um, just the pictures I got in that article. But if you got some, I've got some in a. I don't know if I've got them on a. Uh, digitized or not there. I've got some uh, in whiskey barrels. I'm talking about full-size whiskey yeah. barrels. Okay, yeah, that if you got And that. I've got some in hanging baskets. That'd be great. Ooh, I guess you need to see. Yeah, because I, I, I meant to send them to the paper. I haven't done it yet, though. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, try, I'll try to remember. Millburgers also has fall garden mums on sale. In the six-inch pot for two eighty-eight, or if you buy ten, you'll get them for twenty-five dollars. Snapdragons are here at Millburgers and on sale in the four-inch pot for eighty-eight cents each. Oh, they're always a threat to my zinnias. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you, you know, it's it's uh, it's one of those choices. Bo- both both choices are wonderful. If you put the snapdragons in early in the season, then you get that fall bloom. That's uh, that's. Uh, almost as good as the spring bloom, but then you also the zinnias will. Uh, the weather is mild. The zinnias will keep blooming right up until after Thanksgiving. So it's always a question of which, how much space you got, and how many butter butterflies you want to attract. But that's cool. Snapdragons already. Forty uh, percent off on three-gallon containers of our best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs, like. Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, red tip fetinia, eleven eighty eight in the three Any gallon shamrock container. Shamrock hollies there? I do not see the shamrock hollies. We'll have to ask about those. Perennials are on sale in front of us, and the one gallon containers. This is a great deal for fourteen. Uh, sorry, for four dollars and eighteen cents. Four dollar four eighteen uh, here at Millburgers. Regularly six ninety nine. Uh, but yeah, all your favorites like the lantanas and the yeah. 
I tell you what's really responded to the rain is that uh, blue, the plumbago. Oh, yeah. has it? Cool. I'll have to look oh, and see. Oh, man, they're killer well, all no, the time. Lantana and Salvia, too. Yeah, all, yeah, the two, too. All of them are doing really well. Well, that's a savings of 40%. Uh, regularly six ninety nine now $4.18. Half whiskey barrels are $15 cheaper than they were, now forty four eighty eight, And more uh, on sale, including landscaper pride potting soil and more. So head on over to Mill Burgers to find these and more of your favorites. Ask your favorite gardening question and uh, come visit us as well. We will uh, take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Mill Burgers Gardening South Texas right here broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Do you love herbs? Have you thought about what you want to grow or what varieties you want to plant in the fall or maybe you just don't know how to use them fresh from the garden? Well, Have we got a seminar for you? Next Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 11.30, Mary Dunford, the herb expert and owner of Nature's Herb Farm, is going to be on hand to show you what you can do with herbs. She'll talk about the best varieties for this area. She'll talk about the best herbs to grow for flavor or fragrance or just garden success. So don't miss it. If you are interested in herbs or you've always thought about this, then this is the class you want to be a part of. Mary does a great job, and we're looking forward to having her. It's this Saturday, October 6, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. This is just one of the ways that Millburgers helps make sure you have a great gardening experience. Next Saturday, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Happy birthday! Oh, uh, thanks, honey. Oh boy, I wonder what he got me this year: power drill or treadmill. I know I haven't been the most thoughtful in the past, but this year I signed you up for the birthday club. You mean the one online where I get a fifty-dollar gift card from Southwest Exteriors and a free box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory? Don't forget the free oil change from Belden's Automotive. This is the best birthday gift ever, hon. Sign up for the birthday club at nine thirty a.m. TheAnswer.com. So, can I have the oil change? Ah. <sighs> Morning, Riff. Morning, Ralph. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus talking to at the door? Oh, no, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks... Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office, 906-8910. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. So Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And, of course, that's 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 9.30 a.m., The Answer.
to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9th. We're back. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let me take a second to talk to you about deck and patio care. Uh, fall's a nice time to spend time out on the deck with the cooler temperatures. Uh, but as you spend time out there, if you're not happy with the way your deck looks, if it, uh, you remember fondly the way it looked when you uh, first got it, and it was nice and shiny with rich colors, but now it's kind of a dull gray, blackish. Uh, Sounds like Jerry's hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. But, but you, your, your patio has not disappeared, has it? No, it has not. Okay. <laughs> and my, Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Different can, than, my, than my hair. Yes, can help you with your deck, but not with your hair. Uh. <laughs> no, go to deckandpatiocare.com, and you'll see the pictures of uh, before and after. And I've seen decks that, that look like the before where, you know, it's not bad, but it's not what you wanted. And then you see the after, and you're like, okay, wow, yeah, that's what I remember. That's why I got the deck to look that pretty. So uh, he uses, he's been doing this for, gosh, I've known Barry since the mid-'90s, uh, and he was doing it before that. So if you're looking for a place to restore that deck and you want to quote, uh, give him a call and learn more about it. Deck and Patio Care, the number is 210-822-9147, 9147 and um, you can find them at, online at deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867. What else you got over there? We haven't mentioned Calvin's article. It bu- it's been bugging me to mention Calvin's article. It's bugging me. Because ah, it's about insects. It's about bugs. But he got a good, that's a good picture of a mosquito. And uh, got mosquitoes in there and snails in there and uh, a good picture of a cabbage looper. On a, that's a colorful plant that thing is on. I, I wonder if that's a chard if that cabbage looper is on. It's purple. Purple yeah, snail. Yeah, it could, it, uh, it could be that or it could be, uh, yeah, Swiss chard or it could be kale, too. Yeah, I bet it's kale. It looks more like kale. But anyway, that's a contrast to that green, the green cabbage loop of color. And uh, Calvin. Is that your photograph? No. I wish it were. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, Calvin talked about the the cold crops at this time of the year, broccoli and cauliflower and the cabbage and and kale and uh, uh, Swiss chard and those types of things uh, that tolerate the cold temperature, but almost with, without without mist, without fail, uh, they come with these uh, cabbage, uh, these uh, uh, loopers. I did uh, I did that class on winter vegetables three weeks ago. I can't remember, and I had. Just almost fresh from the nursery, and I was talking about cabbage loopers and pulled it up, and there, there the supply <laughs> looper is all there. Uh, so they, they, they've really been aggressive and uh, oh yeah, uh, on the plants. So you got to watch those plants right now and get that BT down. Yeah, and, and you you might as well, of course, with all this rain and everything. Uh, it, a lot of the BT products, Bacillus thuringiensis products, uh, wash off, but they're very safe to use. And uh, 
try try to get them underneath the leaves. That's where they first start eating, and where the eggs are laid, and they hatch out, and the young start eating, and uh, spray them about every uh, four to seven days, I guess. Yeah. With a with lasts a about B- five days. Yeah, yeah, BT product. And uh, like I said, the the smaller you can, the the. It's it's almost we usually don't recommend preventative types of sprays, but since since we have have all the cabbage and broccoli and cauliflower and all that, and we have a product that is totally safe to human beings, uh, and it's organically approved. And if you uh, if you're careful about it, follow label instructions and the instructions that when we write about it, talk about it. It uh, really is not much of a threat to uh, your butter, the rest of your butterfly population either. I know some of the some of the naturalists say, you know, BT is anti-butterfly, but uh, it's such a such a effective targeted uh, insecticide, short-lived. Yeah. So you, you so really it doesn't. Uh, Seem to at least in my landscape, it doesn't seem to harm any of the other populations. Well, where where do, do, does uh, monarchs and those types of insects lay their eggs? Milkweed. On, uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I mean, so if you're spraying cold crops, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, they they wouldn't be laying their eggs. No, if you're if anyway. you're if you're careful and do you know just spray just spray, spray the target, right there, yeah, let your target crops. Yeah. The gen, you don't want to do a general spray. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that. and BT, it just uh, doesn't make any sense to do a general spray. You know? No, but it's, yeah, it's so you so you, want you shouldn't target uh, it. You shouldn't uh, harm your butterflies or. Um, yeah. Uh, that's not, that's kind of a ridiculous statement, but uh, very very few people buy a product like B- BT and randomly spray the, the all the plants in the garden. Yeah, and plus, you know, it it, it uh, only works if you spray it on the foliage that they're feeding on. You right, right. Doesn't do you any good to spray insects. And the monarchs and everything are not feeding on broccolis and cauliflowers. And, and they could even cabbage. they could even land on the broccoli, cauliflower, and not be affected by the BT. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Now the the uh, this looper turns into a butterfly. Oh yeah. I, I guess Cabbage. Yeah, it's a yeah. butterfly. Yeah. And it, it's a. It's a ma. It's it's a white. It's you cabbage. Yeah, cabbage yeah, butterfly. Yeah. yeah. When you when you go out and look and you see a white butterfly flipping around. Now there's some other bigger white butterflies that are look a lot like the cabbage butterfly too. So yeah. And then there's the sulfurs that are yellow. But like I said, if if they're not eating it. And then they're not on cabbage and, yeah, and that, cold that, crops. That's the magic of BT, the yeah. BT products. They've got to eat it, Milton. You know why? why they, no, I people, do know why. People say that they stop eating immediately. Mm-hmm. 
you know, do they do they continue to eat after I spray? And I said, oh, no, they don't. They stop eating immediately. No, that's good. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines now. Uh, <laughs> I know why they stop eating immediately. You know why? Yeah, but I can't say. Why can't you? Because uh, Hank's on the line, and she's got a question. Oh, okay. You could tell us maybe tomorrow. Two one zero three zero eight. Continue the sweet potato. Yeah, eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Hank. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. I What's going qu- on? Well, several questions. Years ago, when we had handy Andy grocery stores here around November, right. we got huge football sized sweet potatoes from East Texas. Right. What happened to them? They were the best sweet potatoes you ever wanted to have. Oh yeah, they they uh. The they Texas came out just be, before Thanksgiving. Yeah, Texas used to be a pretty big uh, sweet potato producer, and, and, and it was in the top five, I think. But uh, I think. I, f- I don't know what the f- top sweet potato producers. But that was the we- that was the weevil. Because you really don't. Why? Find, why are they not here? No. Yeah, uh, we really don't find big, fat sweet potatoes in the grocery store anymore. It's real yeah, hard to a find lot, them. A lot, of, a lot of that has to do with breeding. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody wants a medium-sized sweet potato. Yeah, but they got strings in them. If you want to cook with sweet potatoes, you get the big, fat sweet potatoes. Oh, they're better and okay. they're sweeter. Okay. They're, yeah, they're cured, better and they're sweet and they're real hard to come by. Now so, do you like do you like strong onions or mild onions, Hank? Mild well I like red onions. Yeah. No, I we I was teasing you because uh <laughs> in the onions uh, they you know, the all the plant breeders worked and worked and worked to get all those mild onions and then mm-hmm. and then got mild mild onions and then a lot of people said these are these aren't any good to cook with. You need an onion that tastes like an onion to yeah. to do a decent job of cooking. Well, my favorites are the red torpedo onions and the uh, flat cipollini onions. They come and the red big, and they come regular yellow. And the big and fat. No, uh, they're sweet small. Potatoes. You and use the fat them sweet whole. Potatoes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you use them whole. And so we had some here. We had plants here one year at Millburgers. Yeah, but huh. it's been a few years since I've seen them. But you can get plants um, and grow those here, and they're really they're really delicious. You know, cool. but haven't seen them in the last few years. Hey, but they're hey, an we Italian got... onion. They're Italian we... onions, and they use them whole. We only got about four minutes left, so I want to make sure you oh. uh, get your questions in. Okay, I need to know how to cut. If we need to cut back Lynn's legacy, if it's a little bit leggy, um, and how far, how far back should we trim it? At this time of the year, I'd cut it back about a third. A third, okay. And it's, how about bush tri- lantana? It's pink and white, and it's getting a little out of hand is it okay to cut that back about a third or a half now it's blooming blooming up a storm though isn't oh, it oh yeah yeah it is uh, yeah. You could, <laughs> yeah i mean you can always cut a lantana back yeah. but if you yeah. if you, you could go leave it go another uh two another months month? uh, two months of uh yeah the, that's the what bloom. i do the blooms will bloom. okay. if, if you cut it back i doubt if it will respond fast enough to yeah and the butterfly, butterflies are loving it right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
and too uh, and too late in the season to take cannas that are potted up and just practically growing out of the pot and go ahead and put them in the ground? No. You can put the cannas in the ground now. It's okay, because if they'll freeze back, they'll still come back, won't they? Right, right. Okay, right. okay. And the date for your butterfly garden tour is when? The uh, On Tuesday, um, the 2nd. Oh, the 2nd, okay. Yep. At Dream Hill Estates? Yep. Okay. Over there by the medical center. Uh, okay. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thanks, Hank. Thanks, Hank. Okay, bye-bye. It's, bye-bye. It's in today's paper. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to, but you want to repeat it one more time? Yeah. Uh, well, the program Hank was talking about is uh, is, at, is on Tuesday uh, the, the 2nd, and it's from 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. It's at 5007-5007 East Beverly, May, and that's uh, D- D- Dream Hill Estates. Um what else was I supposed to say, Milton? Well, no, just to give the other information. Yeah, that, and so that, that that program is at 5007 East Beverly, May, and it's Mark Prang's Butterfly Garden. If you get to the neighborhood, uh, Dream Hill Estates, which is right across the street from the, the running track at the medical center, uh, the signage will bring you right into uh, Mark's uh, Butterfly Garden. And then uh, on the 6th, 9.30 a.m., Birds Unlimited, that'll be the Attract the Birds and Butterflies uh, gardening program at uh, Birds Unlimited at Almost Creek Shopping Center. And, of course, on the 6th, too, we have Mary Dunford will be here at Millburgers from 10 to 11.30, uh, and she'll be talking about herbs and uh, how to... Not only just answering your questions, but also giving you recipe ideas, too. That'll be a whole lot of fun. So we'll say goodbye for today, but we'll be back tomorrow here at the nursery at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.